0: Dr. Trudy Fleer here. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. Switch to Xfinity for a strong, reliable connection. Learn more at xfinity.com slash t Facts.
1: Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that...
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space science and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Artemis program. We're going to be talking about Jim Bridenstine. So, Jim Bridenstine is the NASA administrator. And if you're not familiar with the Artemis program, this is the program that will be sending humans back to the moon to the learner surface to walk around and do sciencey stuff in 2024. Jim Bridenstine said that NASA will go this time to the moon and stay. We're going to stay on the moon. Uh, They want to land the next man and the first woman on the surface of the moon. And since the end of the Apollo program in 1972, no human has set foot on the lunar surface. Twin sister mission to Apollo. The ultimate goal. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said is for the moon to act as a stepping stone for Mars and they can do a lot of stuff on the moon right so before we were driving buggies around it looks pretty fun you know hitting golf balls picking up rocks things like that they were playing they were working they were educating everybody they were sciencing on the moon this time Bridenstine said, we will go to the moon this time using modern technology and systems in ways that will allow us to return time and time again. He's dedicated to this. This is different than the Apollo program. They'll see long-term robotic and human exploration on the moon for years and years to come. He said, then we will take what we learn on the moon and head to Mars. And you can learn a lot of stuff on the moon. I've said this before in other podcasts, but you can learn how to build facilities on the moon. It's not exactly the same as Mars, mind you, but it's similar. You know, it's not the same gravity, it's not the same, uh, not the same surface that you'll be working with, but you can learn, relearn, how to do those things on our closest neighbor, the moon. And we're gonna be sending probes back to the moon in 2020. That's another plan. Go there, we scouted out with probes, with robots, and then in 2024, we sent humans back there. Bridenstine said, as a father of a young girl, it's important my daughter can look at the stars and see herself in the face of the first woman to go to the moon. It's very important that this next generation of explorers have somebody to look up to. When I was a young kid i looked up to the apollo astronauts i was born at the very tail end of the apollo program but i could look back at the films and you'd watch them on tv on reruns and things like that it was absolutely mind-bending what they were doing they were going to the moon on these gigantic rocket ships and to instill this sense of hope in the younger generation that's what bridenstine wants to do Okay, so I want to tell you about uh, Amazon's Audible. You can get two free audiobooks in the show notes. Check them out. Check out the deal. It's pretty awesome. I use Audible every single night before I go to bed. I listen to books, basically books on tape. If you're from the old school like myself, books on tape. And to calm down at night, I listen to, um, let's see, let's The Big Picture, Sean Carroll. I am listening to Brian Greene, and I'm listening to uh, some Neil deGrasse Tyson books. I'm also listening to uh, Fellowship of the King by J.R.R. Tolkien. So you can listen to any audiobooks you want. Link in the show notes. Check it out. Now, my friends, let's get back to some Artemis program stuff. So on top of the Artemis program rocket... The rocket's the SLS, the Space Launch System, and this rocket is going to be the biggest rocket humanity has ever seen. So this rocket will be able to send people to the moon. It will be able to send people to Mars. And on top of that rocket, there will be an Orion capsule. And they're building a bunch of these so they can test them. They're building about a dozen of them. And it's like multi-billions of dollars to build these things. But there will be astronauts in that capsule and these astronauts will be headed back to the moon in 2024. Bridenstine said whether or not she grows up to be a doctor and ultimately an astronaut, she needs to see that it's possible. I believe our astronaut core today gives her that confidence. Like me and you, she is part of the Artemis generation. So I was kind of in between the space shuttle and the Apollo program. I'm not really a generation of space people. You know, the space shuttle's pretty cool but they never landed on the moon's surface. They aren't uh, heroes in that kind of sense. It's not a crazy thing to go to the ISS anymore. And Jim Bridenstine knows this. And he knows that if we send people back to the moon, we can do a lot of sciencing, right? We can do a lot of engineering. We will learn things and we will build things that we've never built before. And that's what happened with the Apollo program. New technologies had been introduced to society through the Apollo program. So every time something happens in space, usually somebody gets a hold of that technology in the future and makes it into a commercial product. The computers that we used for the space race, for the space program, well, we had to make them small. We had to make them light. So therefore, they contracted companies to make smaller processors, smaller housings, etc., to make these things work In a space type of environment in the first laptop in space it's a big chunky thing now but think about your laptop think about your ipad think about your phone it's tiny and all of those technologies are because we went to the moon we had an apollo program and we had a space shuttle program um you know basically could you do the calculations of the of the apollo computer on your phone is it powerful enough to send people back to the moon. Yes, by about a zillion fold. <laughs> that's a real that's a real uh, technical math term. It's a zillion fold. Your phone has the capability to send people back to the moon or at least the horsepower to send people back to the moon. Bridenstine also said, Artemis is the twin sister of Apollo and a goddess of the moon. And she now personifies our path forward in more ways than one. And with the Artemis program, we will land the first woman and next man on the moon. Many have asked why we're focusing on sending the first woman. And I often say because it's about time. Our astronauts represent the best of us. And to do so, we must be able to see ourselves among them. So between 2019 and 2022, Artemis 1 and Artemis 2, alongside tools and instruments uh, to the moon, they'll they'll launch tools, instruments, instruments rovers, etc. Between 2022 and 2023, NASA will send the first stages of the lunar gateway into lunar orbit and send rovers to the moon. In 2024, the first humans to walk on the moon since Apollo will land on the moon, the first woman and the next man. And between 2024 and 2028, NASA will launch Artemis 3 to Artemis 7. So in four years, they'll send four rockets. That's pretty impressive. Four missions to the moon in four years. By 2028, NASA hopes to have a sustainable presence on the moon. What does that mean? A sustainable presence. Does that mean we're going to have people up there all the time? Not all the time. There's not going to be a person on the moon at all times like there is at the ISS. We'll be sending people back and forth. And the Lunar Gateway is a way that we can keep them near the lunar surface before they actually get there. And the Lunar Gateway is an orbiting space station. On the moon. So, my friends, Jim Brainstein had a lot to say about the next lunar mission. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And I want to say thanks to everyone for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. I couldn't do it without you. My name is Will Walden, and I'll see you soon.
1: Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. <laughs>